Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome, and as always, thank you for joining us. Delighted to have you with us on, if you're listening live, this Saturday morning for us here in Southern California. Uh, if you want to reach us, we're at 877-474-3302. It's 877-474-3302. Also, you can get us at Mark and Marsha, that's M-A-R-C, and Marsha, M-A-R-S-H-A, at both Gmail, at Twitter, you can get Marsha Collier at her Twitter site. Let's see, Marsha, what else am I missing here? Okay, it's not a Twitter site. I'm on the Twitter. The Twitter, sorry. <laughs> We're the on Twitter. the Twitter as M-A-R-S-H-A-C-O-L-L-I-E-R, Marsha Collier. And if you're going to tweet to us, please hash mark your tweets. Let's use that number sign and hash market tech radio, and it'll show up on both our screens. All right, and uh, we'll have a guess. If you've figured out how to do that yet, have uh, you? Yeah, I think so. I, I'm trying to understand this technology thing, and it's really, okay. Are it's you, really hard. Did you, did you load up TweetDeck like I, I suggested? No, I've been busy trying to fix the economy. All right, yeah, well, just... what you need to do is in the search box at the top of your Twitter page, mm-hmm. put in hash mark tech radio. I've heard of that before. And just so you know, um, for listening to us online, if anybody wants to find our web page, we have an abbreviated computer and technology radio or bit.ly slash tech underscore radio. Pretty cool. All right. Uh, Got a little custom thing going. And first I want to introduce, we're we're going to talk about something that I think everybody is concerned about. I know I get concerned about it, and that's using Wi-Fi and and how does this work and what is uh, Wi-Fi, what they call sniffing. And I want to introduce uh, Steve. uh, Steve, I hope I don't butcher your name. Posiak? Did I do that right? Right. Posiak. Posiak. You're um, close, Mark. You know, if I get get that... get it sometimes. Hey, if I get that close, Steve, you should... Consider that to be a miracle. Yeah, really, Steve. It's- uh, Steve is with the American Consumer Institute Center for uh, Citizen Research, and uh, you got. And first of all, interestingly enough, and before we let you go, I'll have to talk to you a little bit. Since my day job is a financial advisor, your background is an economist. Is that correct? That's right. Okay, so before we talk about Washington and start ripping Washington apart, we do want to talk about yeah. wi- <laughs> we do want to talk about Wi-Fi sniffing and such. Uh, first of all, can you tell us what is Wi-Fi sniffing? Well, right. Um, well, I, I think a lot of people don't realize that um, uh, that their um, various devices that they use uh, from, you know, iPhones and, and um, uh, various uh, smartphones, uh, tablets, uh, even game consoles, notebooks, uh, they, these things all have uh, what are called MAC address, sort of a unique identifier for the object. And uh, it's possible that uh, if somebody uh, such as Google has gone through uh, through what they call their their um, uh, street view, has gone through and collected uh, the locations of Wi-Fi um, addresses, they may have, and the case turns out that they did, uh, would have picked up the location of uh, these other devices. What's interesting about that is it means that it, it and the database was available for a while. Uh, to the public that somebody could go around and find out where that device was and where it has traveled, uh, maybe at a BWI airport and then in the suburb of Atlanta and so on. And, and, and so this, this sniffing is of particular uh, use by uh, companies like Google 
who, are, who you know, when you, when you get one of their uh, smartphones, it might offer you a free uh, navigation device, and they say, "Wow, this is great!" You know, it, you know, uh, you know, next to Garmin, it's sensational. I think, and but what you don't realize is that you're putting away your information out there. So, so every uh, few minutes, timestamp information about your location is being uh, sta- saved on a, uh, um, a a server somewhere, and essentially. Uh, Google and others will be able to use that information to know where you are, uh, where you shop, and, and where you've traveled. And that's a little bit frightening, you know. I, and I, we all think there are good uses, I think, for GPSs in an emergency, uh, in a you know, God forbid, a, a car crash where the GPS device is OnStar or one of those devices can send a, to your location. But that happens far less frequently than what your concerns are. Right. Well, there's and there's a lot of other applications out there. You know, I I love the uh, little button on my 4G phone that you know I hit places and it goes out and it tells me where the nearest restaurant is or or you know various other um, things that I'm looking for. Of course, it's telling me information based on how close I am to something, which means it knows where I am. Right. And so that also means that information is being stored there. And the question then becomes is how is this information being used? As I said for a while, Google had that information up on the web. And, uh, you know, various folks were able to look at their information, realize that they're getting tracked, uh, know that at one point that they're, uh, they were observed at an airport and they're observed somewhere else, uh, at another city. Uh, it, it's a little bit disturbing because, you know, while a lot of people love the whole concept of free and a lot <laughs> of stuff, you know, that we have about Google is free, but you really do get what you pay for. To some extent, you're compromising your personal information, and I think it's important for consumers to know this, um, or there need to be protections inside to make sure that consumers realize that they're trading off something, that free isn't always that free, that you are giving away your personal information. Uh, it's being used uh, to target you in, in advertising, which may be good, and, and, it's, and it's being stored and used and sometimes resold and for other purposes that you may not approve. Go ahead, Marcia. You had a question. Uh, yeah, Steve, I, a couple of things you're saying about that. Uh, I absolutely agree with you, and I've been beating that drum for quite a while. Um, also, there's the issue of the face recognition that Facebook uses and even Google is starting to use. Um, they recognize you. You know, they, they know who you are when they get a picture. I see them automatically show up in different places that are creepy. But am I protecting myself somewhat if I have my GPS on my phone off unless I choose to use it? Yeah, um, that's true. And, and, and there, there, there are ways to, uh, to reduce those risks. Uh, so you can turn off Wi-Fi uh, if you choose in, in some locations. But keep in mind, um, Google was running up and down your street collecting information on your location. So you may have had the Wi-Fi on in your home because you want to take a benefit of your wireless router in your house so that, so that you're not using um, your, your, you know, your um, uh, wireless uh, carrier um, broadband, but you're using, say, your, your wireline. Uh, so there are some benefits of using that. And here you have somebody going up and down the streets collecting information, not right. just on your location, but the reports were they're also collecting information on your on your password and, and other information. A, a lady in Canada, uh, they had an investigation of, from the Canadian Commission, uh, found that information inadvertently was collected on her medical records. So there's a lot of information being collected from these things, from the snooping. It's it's more than just collecting MAC addresses. 
Well, you know, one question. I have set as many accounts as I can because many, many websites will allow you to set your account for HTTPS versus straight HTTP. Does that protect you in any way for your, you know, identity and issues like this? Well, um, I, I'm not completely certain on that. Um, I, I think um, in this situation, uh, you know, with these uh, like uh, like mobile devices, um, I don't think you, you're going to have that protection. Now, maybe maybe from your set top, and, and that's a good question, and it's a little bit, you know, uh, beyond what I know at this point uh, about the issue. Um, I think what we're looking at here, though, is well, we can definitely ways. we can definitely say it doesn't hurt. Well, yeah, no, secured website. And, and if is you much have better. the option, and you can do that on Facebook, you can do that on Twitter. There are a bunch of sites, and that's one of the things I recommend. If that's in the settings option, to right. always connect on, uh, and that HTTPS is a secure. Absolutely, that's yeah. absolutely so, yeah. sure. You should always use that if you can. Absolutely. Now, that's absolutely true. Now, the you know the other thing to keep in mind here is uh, there are a string of other uh, similar co- kinds of privacy issues. I mean, you know, collecting information um, is is on consumers is done uh, you know by by sort of the, the web firms is done all the time um, in terms of tracking and storing your web browsing information, your history. I mean, the cookies uh, are sometimes very useful in in saving certain uh, settings. Uh, when you're doing a business or, or browsing certain websites, but it also provides information uh, to companies to know about your buying habits, uh, what you read, what you like, what websites you visit, um, things such as one of the early versions of Chrome, I understand, uh, that's Google's uh, web browser. Uh, the allegation was that it was recording all of the keystrokes of an online consumer and then storing them on a server form. So it's essentially a keylogger. That was the, you know, and I'm sure that's been all fixed, but... Well, you kind uh, of read my mind because I was about to mention that, that the new Chrome browser does have an option where you can open what they call an incognito window, uh, and the incognito window doesn't carry your IP address with you. There you go. So, I mean, it's important, it's important that, you know, these web firms uh, start doing the right thing and, and, and realizing, for, for one... Is I think they need to be completely transparent and let consumers know what they're doing with their information, and know, uh, let consumers know about that when they're, um, you know, signing up for these things. I have to tell you, the the legalese when you when you say I agree to these terms is so you know confusing for consumers that people may not fully realize what they're giving up. Oh, nobody, and frankly, nobody ever reads those. They just scroll to the bottom right. of the re- thing and check yes because they don't understand it. Steve, we're going to have to go to a break in just a second. When we come back, sure. I, I want to ask you about, you know, many people go to use their devices at Starbucks, you know, at, at unsecure Wi-Fi locations. I, and I want you to tell us how safe is that? Is everybody looking at what you've got on your phone when you're sitting in a Wi-Fi? And, you know, is Google sitting in there capturing your information? And yeah. then uh, hopefully when we get back, just give you a, give us a, a 30-second, uh, do we keep the politicians in Washington or do we fire everybody and then go on from there, uh, having sure. nothing whatsoever to do with technology? Uh, but we'll do that also. And then, Marcia, got some some fun DVDs I want to talk about. Uh, oh, and I've got uh, great iPad apps for your cat. For your cat. So do I have to buy a cat first? We have videos online, and I'm telling you, it's amazing. All right, during the break, I'm going to go out and get a cat. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Save your cash while increasing your sales. Every business knows cash is king. Quit paying out your cash while maintaining all the services you need. At the same time, increase sales with new customers. Sound too good to be true? It's not. WS Radio has done it using traditional business practices. We will even give you $250 in services just to give it a try. Log on to wsradio.com forward slash barter. That's wsradio.com forward slash barter. Love to read but just don't have the time? With audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced, and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And 877-474-3302 if you want to call us talking uh, Wi-Fi sniffing. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about the fears of going, taking your mobile device or your laptop or your iPad and walking into a, a... Starbucks kind of environment. What are your risks? Oh, by the way, by the way, before he mentions that, I wanted to tell you that Mark Bernhardt on Twitter Mm -hmm. wanted to add in HTTPS protects the transfer of data. It is available on mobile, but setting for HTTPS on your PC doesn't necessarily carry over, so you have to do the settings on your mobile phone as well. Oh, great. Mark, thank you for that. That's good. 
Uh, so go ahead. Tell, tell yeah, us what you well, think. Well, I mean, look, I, this is happening, and it, it's, it's the Starbucks, and it's also a, a lot of the, uh, the wireless networks when, you are, when you're in hotels and whatever. Uh, and, and, yeah, they're, they're usually okay, but you have to understand that um, these networks are generally, uh, the ones we're talking about are generally unencrypted networks. So, I mean, risks increase. And they increase that, yeah, you, you know, you could have people uh, 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 taking your information from you. Um, so I have to tell you, I personally, like if I'm traveling with my business laptop, I, would, I, I never get on these networks. I mean, so if you're in a hotel, you won't use a Wi-Fi network in a hotel? I, I won't. Or, or let me put it this way. One thing, and this is a probably a, a good thing to think about, is to ask yourself, you know, what is it that I stand to lose here? And, and right. really, what, are, what is it that I stand to gain uh, by using these and and you know and usually to to use it now and then it's usually okay but you just need to understand that there are risks there are people out there who are um, who love to get your information um, and and uh, you, you know for for uh, you know for for all the wrong reasons and uh, I mean e- even the simplest uh, examples of how people are collecting information are, are startling I mean e- I mean uh, a, a company like uh, like Google I mean they use your information all the time. For um, behavioral advertising, and some people, about thirty percent of consumers, uh, think that that's good to, to have that in, to give that information up, uh, and, and in return to uh, to have better advertised uh, targeting to you. Uh, but there's other examples of where things just go bad, and we have to ask ourselves why would we give that information up? Um, there was a, a doodle for Google, for example, um, contest. It was a collected kids' art for a contest. But in the process, Google also collected their social security numbers. Why? So, <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, never so, give so out your security. You so know, I was. Yeah. No, I, I, I have to tell you, I was out there, kind of, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, u- using these uh, great applications and stuff. Always just remember, you know, what is it that you stand to lose versus what you stand to gain? Um, personally, um, I-, I like the navigation device. Uh, quite honestly. And it doesn't bother me as long as I know, as, as long as I'm fully aware that somebody's collecting my information, they're going to mm-hmm. know where I am. Sure. As long as you know that and it doesn't bother you, then it's a trade-off. And, and I don't mind, but but the other hand, some people need to make sure they, they need, I think, um, uh, consumers need the information, uh, Google and others. They need to make sure that consumers are aware of, of what's happening to their personal information. You know, I don't store anything on my computer where I take it into an area where there's a Wi-Fi con- anything of of importance. Uh, I'll use a Wi-Fi connection on my iPad because, frankly, I don't store anything on there. I don't keep personal data in there. You know, other than I do have my email, of course. But beyond that, I don't really keep anything. And I think it's a good idea not to share a Wi-Fi connection when you have credit card information, brokerage accounts, you know, whatever it happens to be. I think you just have to be very careful about that. That's think, exactly right. And that's why I said I think you have to really ask yourself what you stand to lose uh, from something like that. And if you realize that you haven't put that information up there uh, that someone could, uh, uh, y- you know, take from you, uh, then, then, you know, then the trade-off between what you lose versus what you gain uh, by going on these unencrypted sites, then it may make sense then now and then to go on. There's nothing wrong with that uh, because... Uh, you know, I think the the risks are reduced. But uh, as you said, if you have credit card information, other personal information, you have your your your, your tax information, um, and so on. That that information, uh, you know, could be gleaned, uh, could be uh, uh, taken from you. Um, uh, passwords could be taken, and things such as that. So you you have to be careful about some of these. Uh, sometimes free isn't free. 
Absolutely. And before we let you go, I have to I can't let you go, Stephen, without talking about economics for a second, because that's your background. What do you think about, you know, we just had the U.S. Treasuries downgraded for the first time in our history by, by S&P. W- give us your one-minute analysis of what's going on. Yeah, I, I actually uh, think that the uh, um, these uh, rating agencies are, are taking a hard look at uh, what steps we're taking uh, to control our financials uh, here in the U.S. Um, and I think when they look at the budget deal, um, they they saw that as as, as probably uh, not a significant enough step in in um, uh, managing the debt going forward. Um, and uh, and that's really going to be the challenge for the special commission, um, who, who will be trying to uh, figure out what will be cut. That will be the real challenge for them to look at this because we have a real issue going on where um, entitlements could be on the line, and then a lot of uh, discretionary spending. Uh, uh, quite frankly, uh, that discretionary spending has increased uh, pretty substantially over the last couple years, and, and I'm not quite sure why that didn't get the first hit. Uh, but I, I think what's happening here is uh, there's a loss of confidence that on the road we're on with the slow economic recovery still underway, I mean, uh, 1.3% GDP increase, high debt. Um, I just don't – I think the rating agencies are looking at this and saying at that growth rate, we're not going to be able to make uh, enough uh, – increase enough revenues – to offset uh, the the spending that continues, and the result of that is we're not going to make a dent in this debt going forward, and and the percent of that is is roughly equal now to uh, our gross domestic product, and so uh, at that point uh, we we are starting to look um, you know like these debtor nations, um, and and uh, not as bad as Greece, mind you, but I think that's starting to get reflected here, and I think it's important that uh, we the uh, a politician start looking seriously at the financials and, and say, hey, look, if, if I lose my job, the last thing I'm going to do is spend my way out of it. Yep, but that was go. sort of the notion that what we had a couple years ago, this idea is the economy is hurting, and, and now what we're going to do is put ourselves in debt. Well, now we have to pay that debt back, and that's the unfortunate thing. And with the economy didn't come back, uh, we didn't have the recovery, what we should have had. Uh, we have uh, 9.1% unemployment. Uh, and the number of people unemployed are about half a million more than it was in March. And, and, and so when you start looking at the numbers, and it, it's, it's, just a, it's just a dismal economy. I haven't seen a recovery of this nature uh, before. And, uh, and, and so, you know, I, I, just, I, I don't see that there's enough growth in here uh, to aid in, in balancing the budget going forward. So I think that special commission is going to have their hands full to come up with uh, some ways to cut um, and I think Congress still has a lot more work to do uh, to look for those uh, easy targets. Um, and I think there are some. I, I just I, I think they're they're pushing it down the road by trying to make it uh, a decision on on the entitlement issue, which is a much tougher issue. And of course, that's where most of our uh, costs are coming from. So it, it's it, we have a lot of work to go going forward, and, and Congress needs to roll up their sleeves and just get the job done. Well, quit from, uh, playing politics and start uh, understanding the economics of what this means. Well, I couldn't agree with you more. Stephen, thank you so much for being with us. A little bit on the economy and mostly about being careful on Wi-Fi. Love to talk to you in the future and see where this is all heading. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, our pleasure. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for being on.
Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's a little fright. And I don't want to talk politics because I just hate politics. And I hate, frankly, all politicians. Uh, Republican, Democrat, Tea Party, all alike. So let's move on to something. Well, no, 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 no. No? It's you and I here. So hold on a minute. I was in a conversation this morning on Google Plus with some people, and we were Mm -hmm. talking about everything that's going on. How how do you think, and, and your opinion's important because you know what you're talking about, since we've been downgraded mm-hmm. and we're no longer, you know, hot stuff, how will this or will it even affect the everyday person? You know, it may to some degree, remember that, and again, we don't want to get too uh, technical here, but Two of the uh, rating services did not downgrade. They, the U.S. still has its AAA ratings. That's Moody and, and Fitch. So they, we still have the AAA rating there. S&P downgraded a tiny downgrade. It may cause a little bit of a rise in interest rates, which, in fact, will cause mortgage rates to go up a little bit. And but wait the- a minute. Hasn't a rise in interest rates in the past helped the economy? Or am it, I wrong? Mm, it depends on which portion you're looking at. For example, it doesn't help sell houses. When your mortgage rates go up, people right. are less inclined to buy houses. But it does help those that are sitting on a fixed income that are looking for a better rate of return on their investments. Now, I, I think this is going to be a minor amount. How it affects the stock market, your guess is as good as mine. Because I don't have a clue what ha- you know why we did what we did in the 500-point drop and all the craziness that went on that le- last week. It was, it was just completely, in my opinion, overblown. But we'll see on next week how it affects the stock market. But, you know... It- at some point, interest rates are going to rise anyway. You know, I think they'll rise probably next year, and it will, to some levels of the economy, help, and to other levels, it'll hurt. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, because, you know, I just, it, the interest thing, I, as a matter of fact, read last week, the highest paying CD right now in the country is 2.4%. And that's I mean, got to be a point, long uh, CD. It's got to be a three, four-year CD. Exactly. That's, and that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I can remember the day. What's really funny is years and years ago, before I started any investing, you know, and I didn't know what to do with money, mm-hmm. um, I bought some $1,000 EE bonds, you yeah, know, Amer- bonds. U.S. savings right. bonds. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Treasury site, if anybody at home still has any bonds, the Treasury site has a bond calculator online yeah, it tells you what where you put in your serial number and the date it was purchased, blah, blah, blah. And it will tell you where you are on interest because they can go higher than the bond amount. Let's right. say mine are $1,000. They can continue accruing interest for up to 30 years. So on three bonds that I have, I'm getting like 4 to 5% interest. Yeah. Every year, and they're up to like sixteen hundred dollar value. All right, so. and enough of, and enough about politics because I can't. Politics and about. finance, but it's politics all interesting. And yeah, and it but we have a, all of I, us. I have a very important announcement that concerns Marsha coming up next. That I want to tell Uh-oh. you. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm kicking her off the show. No, no. Ah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll be right back. Don't go away. Great statement. Stuff ahead. Uh, this is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. Could your business use $10,000 to a half million dollars in cash flow to grow faster? Do you need money for things like purchasing inventory or advertising your business? If you do, call Merchant. Merchant offers a variety of working capital programs for your business. While banks have tightened up their criteria to give money to small businesses, Merchant is providing working capital to all types of businesses every day. They even have special programs that allow your business to purchase inventory or advertise with no money up front. Grow your business today with up to a half million dollars in new cash flow in as little as seven days only from Merchant. Call us right now for a free quote. 800-430-7570. 800-430-7570. Call us 24 hours a day for a free quote. 800-430-7570. 800-430-7570. Attention eBay sellers. Are you protecting your feedback ratings? Protect yourself from bidders who abuse the feedback system with bitter warning. Find out before you accept an offer, respond to a message, or even after receiving a bid whether the bidder has a history of leaving negative feedbacks. Regain control over the selling process with bitter warning by knowing your bidder before it's too late. Negative feedbacks can hurt your eBay business on many levels. It reduces your appeal to potential customers, and it reduces revenue from eBay directly by lowering your your monthly seller discount. Use bitter warning to regain the power to protect yourself from these bad apples who will intentionally try to harm or threaten your business. Bitter warning will automatically send you an email alerting you to the potential danger. Learn more at bitterwarning.com. Get a free two-week trial by using promo code WSRADIO at bitterwarning.com. Bitter warning, an eBay seller's first line of defense. 